chapter twenty one of to london town this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox to london town by arthur morrison twice or thrice more uncle isaac came to supper though he was dimly aware that his visits were in some way less successful than they had been their wont insomuch that he took nothing home with him for breakfast nor even went so far as to hint his desire in butson's presence for butson welcomed him not at all and his manner grew shorter at each meeting and this with full intent because mr butson perceived that as first step toward being master in his own house he must get rid of uncle isaac mere curtness of manner even gruffness would never drive uncle isaac from his prey it operated only to make him more voluble more strenuously blandiloquent till one evening after supper as he lay back in his chair sucking noisily at lips and teeth he resolved to venture a step in the matter of the lapsed grants in aid of breakfast johnny and bessie were out of the house they went out more often now nan was serving in the shop and mr butson sat with his back partly turned and smoked in uncivil silence ah quoth uncle isaac with a sly glance at his ungracious host that's a uncommon nice tin o spiced beef we just add a cut off uncommon mr butson made no answer it's a great credit to your business instincts that tin o spiced beef i almost wish i ad took another slice or so now as a fact uncle isaac had not been offered a further helping perhaps because he had already taken three i almost wish i ad never mind it'll do another time come now i've aff a mind to get nan to wop it up for my breakfast the suggestion was made as of a novel and striking idea but mr butson showed no flash of enthusiasm he swung his chair slowly round on one leg till he faced uncle isaac then he put his cigar carefully on the mantelpiece and said look ere mr mundy the sudden severity of his voice drew uncle isaac's eyes from the ceiling and his feet from under the table simultaneously look ere mr mundy your bin so kind as to celebrate this air weddin o mine with four good heavy suppers and about a pint o whisky at my expense i'm very grateful for that and i won't trouble you no more see this is the end o the celebration i'm goin to eat my supper in future me and my wife without your assistance and breakfast too understand uncle isaac's feet retreated under his chair and his eyes advanced to an alarming protrusion see what i mean butson went on with growing offence in his voice just you buy your own suppers and eat em at ome or else go without speech was denied uncle isaac he blinked and choked what did it mean was it a dream was he uncle isaac respected and deferred to the man of judgment and influence and was he told thus outrageously to buy his own supper 
use said budson as though in answer to his thoughts i mean it whereat uncle isaac with a gasp and a roll of the eyes found his tongue mr butson he said in a voice of dignified but grieved surprise mr butson i-i think i must a erred wrong otherwise i might put it as you may be sorry for sich words perhaps remarked budson cynically laconic in which case replied uncle isaac the adroit it is freely took as offered and nothing more need be said atween of friends after sich and some apologies give and took and reconciliation resumes its harmony accordin butson glared grr he growled apologies what i say i mean you've done very well at cheap suppers and what not air and to-night you've ad your last i'm master ere now and you can git out as soon as ye like what git out ye ought to be ashamed o yourself cried the disinterested butson indignantly come in cajun suppers git out me suppers why in hurry butson i brought you ere out o the gutter out o the gutter and fed ye ah a lot you fed me and mighty anxious to do it wasn't ye you clear out o ear oh i'll go and i'll see about countermandin a paper or two for i go to bed too and my small property your small property put in butson with slow scorn your small property where is it what is it want to know my opinion o you you're an old umbug that's what you are a old umbug uncle isaac grew furious and purple umbug he said umbug them words to me as saved ye from starvation umbug yourself you and your connections and mares and what not why ye dunno your own trade i wouldn't trust ye to grind a cafe mill with that the shop door opened and nan stood between them she had heard high voices and at the first cessation of custom she came to see uncle henry what is it she asked with alarm in her face this is what it is said butson now near as purple as uncle isaac this air uncle o yours mrs butson or whatever ye is ain't comin air cajun is grub any more not so long as i gotta say in it e ain't see so now you better say good-bye to im if ye want to cause he's goin quick o use said uncle isaac speaking to his niece but glaring at butson i'm goin mrs butson and much better may you be for it after what i done for you and all sort o gratitude i might a expected o oh, uncle exclaimed the distracted nan why whatever's the matter i know you've always been very good henry what's it all about about puttin a end to this air bloodsuckin that's all bloodsuckin exclaimed uncle isaac use you know somethin about that pity ye don't know your trade f as well 
then p'raps you'd earn yer livin stead o spongin on people and deludin a fool of a woman to keep ye lazy go on go on commanded butson with increasing wrath no uncle stop a minute entreated poor nan don't henry don't let's quarrel go on oh use i'll go p'raps you'd like to call the police butson caught breath at the word and something crossed his face like a reflection from a white screen but he repeated go on with a gesture toward the door use use said uncle isaac with his hat on his head i'm goin and not sorry neither ho you're a bright sort for a local prentice you are uncle isaac may have been at odds with the phrase in loco parentis a uncommon neat pattern and he walked out into the dark street a small model of offended dignity oh henry cried nan in tears what have you done i've done answered butson reaching for his cigar jist what i meant to do that's all cause it suited me see nan felt the coarse overbearance of his stare and dropped her gaze beneath it and with that misgiving fell upon her the shadow her punishment flung before it End of chapter twenty one